Welcome to episode 273 of the TruthQuest podcast, the truth about November 2023. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the podcast at truthquestshirtfactory.com, where we produce thought-provoking shirts inspired by various podcast episodes. All shirts are $30 and include free shipping. Nikki Haley exposed her true self in November, coming out and saying that the first thing that she would do in office is require everyone posting on social media to register their names in order to voice their opinion. No more anonymous speech on the internet in Nikki's authoritarian world. In other words, I, Nikki Haley, do not believe in free speech. Vote for me for president at your own risk. Within days of that statement, Jamie Dimon came out and stumped for fundraising for her as an alternative to Trump. Bear in mind, Jamie Dimon is the largest Democrat bundler in the world. Haley is a bushy. She is a liar. She is a totalitarian. They're going to line her up for the VP slot, so when Trump gets prosecuted, they'll try to bring her in as the savior of the party. And, of course, the downfall of the republic. Check out her record as governor of South Carolina if you doubt what I'm saying. Turns out Derek Chauvin is innocent. Just like I explained two years ago in episode 147, the prosecutors knew that Floyd did not die from the legal, at the time, restraint hold that Chauvin executed on him. The medical examiner told the prosecutors at the time. Those prosecutors were subsequently removed from the case and should have testified for the defense. Then, as soon as Chauvin started talking to the media, he got shanked in prison 22 times and almost died. I wrote this on Facebook when this story hit. I predict that one year from now, Derek Chauvin will be a multimillionaire. Both the city of Minneapolis and the state of Minnesota will be cutting the check. I would love to predict that several members of the legal community in Minnesota will be disbarred or given the Mike Knifelong treatment for knowingly withholding evidence and knowingly allowing the conviction of an innocent man. But with the dual justice system run by the doomsday cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, justice will likely never be met out. If you're interested in a deep dive into the whole George Floyd, Derek Chauvin incident, check out a documentary called The Fall of Minneapolis. I'm old enough to remember the Jimmy Carter Iran hostage crisis. It essentially ended his presidency due to his weakness in the face of aggression. Fast forward 40 years. American hostages taken by Hamas. An immoral, corrupt, feckless, bribed, shit-for-brains president and the complicit alphabet soup conspiracy media remain silent about the hostage situation. The gaslighting and willful omission of the media is quite astonishing. The libertarian narco-capitalist Javier Mille won the presidency in Argentina. If he can implement half of his agenda, he might just save that country from decades of far-left governments. Check out episode 263, The Truth About Javier Mille and Saving America, if you want to get some more information about this guy. Several months after she killed six people in cold blood at the Nashville Christian Elementary School, part of the Transgender Mass Shooters Manifesto was finally made public by Steven Crowder. Entries from the Shooters Manifesto express racially motivated hatred for the students at the school, particularly for their white privileges and their yellow hair. Do you find it strange that Crowder broke that story? Not NBC or CBS or any other alphabet soup conspiracy media outlet. Tom Woods put it this way, 
Everyone knew why the manifesto of the transgender murderer in Nashville wasn't being released. It was obviously a rhetorically violent left-wing attack on people whom the official victimology considers to be oppressors, and our betters don't want leftism getting a bad image. Here's an excerpt from the manifesto. Kill those kids, those crackers, going to private fancy schools with their fancy khakis and sports backpacks, with their daddy's mustangs and convertibles. F you little shits. I wish to shoot you weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Wanna kill all of those little crackers. Woods continues. So the ideology that the ruling class are spreading throughout the schools and other institutions is producing murderous hate, but they don't want you to know about it. Well, the economy still sucks. Despite what resident Biden and his talking head hacks say, Bidenomics has been a complete failure unless the goal was to damage the economy. If so, it has been a resounding success. Here's a sample of headlines from the month. U.S. renters are spending 30% of their pre-tax gross incomes just on rent. The United States credit rating changed from stable to negative as national debt balloons. Average hourly earnings for all employees has fallen by 3.3% since Joe Biden entered the White House. As consumers' wealth has dried up, federal tax receipts have been falling on a quarterly basis since the third quarter of 2022. 80% of U.S. households are actually poorer than they were when the COVID pandemic originally hit this country. And finally, inflation battered Americans raiding 401ks to pay mortgages and rent. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton filed a lawsuit against Pfizer for false, deceptive, and misleading COVID vaccine claims in violation of the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act, including the claim that the vaccine possessed 95% efficacy, and false and misleading statements about the durability of protection, and facilitating public pressure with the misleading claim that the vaccine protects family members. An additional claim is the push to censorship opponents of the vaccine. I have produced a number of episodes on the COVID vaccine, including episode 163, 174, and 207. Links to all those will be in the show notes. Former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger died in his Connecticut home at age 100. I'm going to produce an episode on this man, probably the one right after this one. But suffice it to say, there was a lot more about this guy than the glowing coverage he's getting from the alphabet soup conspiracy media. More to come on that. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer said in 2017, President Joe Biden received $40,000 in, quote, laundered China money, end quote, from the bank account of his brother and his sister-in-law in the form of a personal check. Comer stated the obvious, that the incident meant that the president, quote, exposed himself to future blackmail from Beijing. This is just the latest evidence against the Biden crime family to be uncovered recently, but listen to libtards on TV. They still claim there is no direct evidence of any wrongdoing on the part of the resident. Check out episodes 91, 118, 184, 223, and 251 for deep dives into Joe Biden himself, the Biden crime family, the lies told by Joe Biden, and the Hunter Biden laptop. More evidence of the disassembly of the First Amendment came during the month in a report by the House Select Committee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government entitled, get this, The Weaponization of Disinformation, Pseudo-Experts, and Bureaucrats, How the Federal Government Partnered with Universities to Censor Americans' Political Speech. Ooh, that's a mouthful. 
Anyways, according to that report, multiple government agencies worked together to censor conservatives during the 2020 election cycle under the guise of fighting, drumroll please, disinformation. The coordinated effort, quote, was largely directed in a way that benefited one side of the political aisle, end quote. Can't imagine which side of the aisle it was. The report blasted the pseudoscience of disinformation. Love that phrase. Of course, there was nothing new in that report to anyone who gets real news, including regular listeners to this podcast, where we have discussed extensively big tech censorship, the Twitter files, Missouri v. Biden, in several episodes, including episode 228, 234, 250, and 255. Again, all of those will be in the show notes page. Continuing the theme of assault on free speech, the perpetually anti-freedom United Nations published a report calling for more censorship. Their plan is to regulate social media and online communication while clamping down on what it describes as false information and conspiracy theories. Just between you and me, almost every conspiracy theory these leftists tell you are true. See, the thing is, you bunch of fascists at the United Nations, the First Amendment of the United States Constitution is not subordinate to the whims of one of your politically correct authoritarian douchebag committees at the UN. The final bit of news about the attack on free speech that came around in November of 2023 came from Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, who reported on a joint effort by the British and U.S. military called the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, CTIL, to censor their respective citizens' free speech using military contractors. Just in case you're wondering, it is illegal for the federal government to deputize a private company to do something that they are legally bound not to do. If no one goes to prison for all this shit, we will eventually live in Orwell's 1984. President Trump spent most of the month in court. At this point, the dude's facing like 700 years in prison for doing nothing but spitting in the eye of the establishment of both parties. In one of the lawsuits, the same douchebags that preached to us about threats to democracy endorsed an effort to remove Trump from the ballot, in so doing, directly undermining the democratic process. In another case, an awkward, prickly, gray-haired Montgomery Burns look-alike from The Simpsons clown publicity hound judge in New York is trying to take Trump's business license. No jury, just a bench trial. Then we have the corrupt Jack Smith-led effort focused on the Fed's erection on January 6th. The latest in that case is Jack subpoenaed records from Twitter of anyone who ever retweeted or liked a Trump tweet. No doubt that list will be used in the future for political persecution efforts. Oh, and down in Miami, the classified documents case, that one's still going on too. That's the one where Trump's home was raided while Biden's garage and the Biden Penn Center was left untouched and no charges filed against Biden by the DOJ, despite the fact that Trump has legal standing and Biden does not. The National Democrats are an extremely dangerous group of people. They will do anything to maintain power, including steal elections, persecute and prosecute political opponents, censor speech, promote rioting, looting, and burning of cities, withholding evidence and sending innocent people to prison, lying, cheating, and stealing. The war between Israel and Hamas precipitated by the October 7th attack and massacre in Israel, continuing with Israel's bombardment and further destruction of Gaza. Check out episode 267 for a deep dive into that conflict. 
A summit of leaders from more than 50 Arab and Muslim states occurred during the month. While the final resolution called for an immediate end to, quote, the brutal Israeli aggression in Gaza, end quote, and made offers of humanitarian and financial aid to the Palestinians, not one country came forward with a viable solution, even temporarily, for the 1.5 million civilians who, according to the latest UN figures, are now internally displaced in the southern section of the Gaza Strip. What the hell is up with that? Why won't the Arab countries in the region take in refugees from Gaza. Meanwhile, we have leaders of both parties in America, including Nikki Haley, pushing the idea that America should take in refugees from Gaza. Go figure that one. Sanctuary City Mayor Eric Adams, i.e. New York City, cried like a bitch during the month about the financial strain the influx of illegal immigrants is having on his city. He openly criticized the Biden administration. This guy must be some kind of special idiot for proudly proclaiming his city a sanctuary city for illegal immigrants. And when they take him up on his offer, he curls up in the fetal position and cries for federal funds. What did he get for his trouble? An FBI investigation was launched against him for illegal campaign contributions. Then a woman accused Adams of sexually assaulting her in 1993. Don't you dare cross King Biden or you will find yourself in legal trouble in quick order. It doesn't matter if you're Donald Trump or Eric Adams. New Speaker of the House Mike Johnson released tens of thousands of hours of January 6th footage. After the release of the footage, Senator Mike Lee called for an investigation into the January 6th committee. He accused the panel of intentionally hiding the footage that could provide exculpatory evidence for some January 6th prisoners. The tapes clearly confirm what those of us who get real news have said since January 6th, that the tapes would have exonerated virtually every person charged with a crime that day. That is why Nancy Pelosi and the hacks in that committee refused to release the tapes. Another example of what the Democrats are willing to do to maintain power and control. They will lie. They will steal. They will send innocent people to prison. Check out episode 172, The Truth About January 6th, and also you might want to check out episode 266, The Truth About the Ends Justify the Means, for a rundown of what the Democrats are capable of in order to gain and maintain power and control. In the final story of the month, San Francisco is a shit show. A literal shit show. This once great city is now nothing more than a homeless encampment covered in human feces with rampant crime to boot. But when the communist dictator of China decided to visit the city, they got that place cleaned up right nice for that commie leader. Demonstrating what I explained in episode 270, The Truth About the Political Spectrum. The left side of the spectrum is comprised of authoritarians of all stripes, from straight-up commies like the Chinese to California lefty dipshits who refuse to enforce the law. And that's the truth about November 2023. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the podcast by shopping at truthquestshirtfactory.com. 